So what happens when you swing and miss? My name's Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and this is the Compete Every Day Podcast, a show designed to help driven people build a winning mindset so they can build their winning life. Welcome to the show. We talk a lot about going after big swings, going after big hits, chasing down big goals, but what comes with the territory with that is failure. It's missing, it's falling short of the goal, it's setting expectations, showing up, competing, and things just not working out. So what do you do then? How do you handle failure then? That's the question today, competitor. Jake Thompson here, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and we are back with this brand new episode because we got to talk about getting past failure, getting past the fear of failure, being willing to bet on yourself, go after something, even if it means you bomb, fall flat on your face, embarrass yourself. It just doesn't work out. It's going to happen to all of us. Recently, as you've heard on the podcast, we rolled out a brand new competitor nation. We rolled out a new program at community.competeeveryday.com. We have an annual membership for those who want to do and get small group coaching, who want to do our monthly challenges, who want access to a number of different things. In fact, we just had our weekly, our monthly coaching call just last week. Good turnout, but we had some pretty big goals for that membership. Plans that when we launched it, we thought would would have a, a huge impact uh, and help us continue to pour the time and financial investment into that community. And guess what? It flopped. It flopped by our standards, by our expectations. We did not come close to hitting the goal of the numbers that we thought. And so what happened? What, what did I do? I, I honestly actually spent about two weeks chewing on this of what's the best course of action for us going forward. And as I shared with those on the coaching call and had emailed those members, first, I just thanked them for the support. And the second thing it is, we failed, I failed. And it's unfair of me to charge you for a product we can't deliver at the level you anticipated. See, we had put this community together thinking we would have a certain amount of members involved in there and that would help facilitate other conversations and coaching and it would justify a lot of the investments we made on the software side and the time side. We just missed the mark. A couple of things it could have been. It could have been our marketing strategy. It could have been the fact that the people that said they wanted that community didn't actually want that community. It could have been a number of different things. And so what had to happen in that moment is own the failure. First thing I did, and I called everybody tried to get a hold of everybody we could. We sent emails to those we couldn't and just got on the phone and said, hey, listen, we have big goals. We had big plans. It didn't work. We have to change this membership offering now, but because of that, I'm refunding you entirely. And so those first few people that got signed up got a full refund, but they're still also getting all of the things that I promised them through June because that's the only way I can honor that commitment. I failed, but they did nothing wrong but believe in us. So what I did is I still offered everything to them. And then we changed the program. We said, if we're not going to have as big of a turnout as we anticipated, we've got to change what we give away in that package and where our time investment goes. And so we started making changes. You'll notice you're listening to this episode today and it's Thursday. 
Thursday usually is secret episode day. In fact, all of January, everybody that was in that coaching program and in that competitor nation program got all 31 days of episodes. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Every day pumping out content. But I realized we couldn't keep some of that pace going with a smaller audience. So what did we do? We switched gears. We decided to publish a couple of extra days during the week for those of you listening. The goal more than anything is to equip you. It's to hope that if the competitor nation isn't designed to give you what you want, you, you want to stay on Facebook, you don't want to go to another app and hang out in the community, that you'll just continue to support the podcast by grabbing a shirt, grabbing my book, introducing somebody else here to the show, leaving us a rating and review, helping grow this platform because there's other ways to support it. So that, that was something we decided to do. And it got me thinking because, you know, one of the most embarrassing things sometimes is, is calling people and telling people you failed. Telling people that you had an idea, you had a goal, and you fell short of it. Especially, man, when you're in a position, you're running a brand, you're running a company. We had big goals because our, our company's grown dramatically. Our team has grown dramatically. And so we, we're on the right path. But I realize this may not be the right product for Competitor Nation at this time. And so how do you get past that? How do you get past that feeling of embarrassment when you fail? How do you get past the fear of owning that mistake? How do you, hell, how do you get past the idea of being terrified to hit record and, and share this with everybody listening? You just understand that life is a giant science experiment. And I may have shared it here on the show before, and I know I've shared it with coaching clients of mine and, and in interviews, but a lot of times we look at life as win or lose. You're either a winner or you're a loser. Nobody wants to be a loser. We, we've had that ingrained since we were a kid. We went through struggles in, in high school. You didn't want to be a loser. You didn't want to be bullied. Like We have this terrible idea that you're only a winner or you're a loser. But in reality, events and experiences, things that you either succeed or fail at, those are events. Those are not identities. Those are things that did or didn't work out. That's not who you are. Think about how a scientist looks at their experiments. They have a hypothesis. They have an idea. I think this works if you do this. They test it. If it works, they make notes. Great, that hypothesis is accurate. It works. If it doesn't work, they make notes. Okay, that didn't work. What's my next hypothesis? If A doesn't work, then what about with B? And they keep testing and they keep trying and they keep trying to figure out what the right method is to bring this hypothesis to life. They run experiments, they run trials, they do all sorts of things to find the truth. What is the right path for this? They don't beat themselves up when they fail. They don't uh, get too cocky when they win. They just say this worked or this didn't. What do I need to try next time? And I think too many of us aren't living our lives that way. I think we're scared to make a hypothesis and test it because we're worried about failing instead of seeing it as simply a learning opportunity. Setting a goal with like a new product. Heck, I've laughed over the years. Y'all have no idea how many shirt drops we've had that have just bombed. Actually, you probably do because a handful of them may be sitting in the closeout shelf for a year or two now. Like we have items we've rolled out that we were super excited about and they flopped. Everybody that owns and runs an apparel company that I've had a chance to talk to over the years says the same things. Designs and ideas and things you get super excited about, a lot of times those just become duds. 
And the stuff you don't even give a second thought to become some of your best all time. The perfect example is our keys to life shirt. The one on the back that says squat heavy, run fast, compete daily, like that whole list. It was literally just an Instagram post I threw up, what, 2014, 2015? I talked about putting it on a design. My design team was like, eh, I don't really think anything about it. Like we talked about it as a team. Nobody was really excited about it. But I was just like, what the heck? Let me do it on a small run. Every single year for the past six years, it has been our bestseller, two to one. Out of everything we release, our set goals, our classic, all of our designs, Keys to Life continues to be the number one seller. And it was one we, we just weren't even that excited about. It was just a throwaway hypothesis. But you're willing to take those risks to try things when you know what your goal is, you know what your purpose is. So if you're afraid of failing, know what your purpose is going in. And so for me, the purpose of every podcast, of every product, of everything we do is to create opportunities where I can encourage, educate, and empower you to go compete for your life. What does that look like? It's talking about habits. It's talking about where do we focus? It's talking about how do we get our mindset around dealing with failure? That's my focus. That's why I go speak. That's why I do team coaching, executive coaching. That's why I write books. That's why I create journals. That's why we do designs on shirts. It's all around that. Improve your ha- your habits, improve your focus, and improve your mindset. Then you can show up and go compete for your best life. So I know my purpose. And all I try to do is answer the question, what's something that supports that? Maybe this does, maybe this doesn't. And guess what? I know sometimes it's not going to work. Just like sometimes I'm going to test a story on stage, I'm going to tell a story, I'm going to try a joke, and it may not work the way I intended. And I have two options. I can beat myself up or I can make notes and go get better. And so we get past that fear of failure when we start focusing on what's the purpose? What am I trying to do? Where am I trying to go? If you're in sales, when you pick up the phone to cold call, it's not, hey, I need to make me money. The purpose is to provide value or a solution to the person on the other end of the phone who has a problem that you can help with. That should be the purpose. If you pick up the phone, you're like, all I care about is making me money. We can hear it through the phone. We can smell that commission breath. But when it's about them, then you're not worried about them rejecting you. You're just thinking, how can I better tell them in the future or the next person I get on the phone with a better version of this story so they see that we have a solution to the problem they have? You're not getting in your own head. You're not getting in your own way. You're just focused on fulfilling that purpose and mission. So once you know that, that helps you start to look at failure in a different sense. Second thing you got to do is journal. You got to write it down. You got to write down what you did, what didn't work. What are ideas of why you think you didn't, it didn't work? And then what would you do differently next time? For me, I have a whole two pages worth of notes of what we'll do differently next time we release a, either a membership program or a coaching program whole new program around it, whole new ideas that we may try again in the future. Maybe, maybe we won't. Just kind of depends on what we see as opportunities and where there's a way to add more value to you. And so I just want to encourage you this idea that if you're going to go do something good, if you're going to go after a big goal, if you're going to step on a competition stage for a fitness competition, sign up for a Spartan race, pick up the phone and make cold calls, try and get that promotion, do something meaningful with your life, there's a good chance along the way you're going to fail to get there. 
But the difference between you as a competitor and everyone else is when everyone else fails, they quit, they give up, or they lie there. When you fail, you have the opportunity to get back up, to learn something, and to get better the next time you go after it. That's it. That's how we get better with failure. We commit to our purpose. We look at it as an event, not a strike on our identity. And then we figure out, what did I learn from this? What am I going to apply differently in the next pursuit? And then we get our butts in gear to go get it again. You will never escape failure going after great things. The only way you avoid failure is by playing it safe on the sidelines. And guess what? You avoid victories there too. So get your butt in the arena. Quit being scared of falling short or failing when you go after a goal. Understand it's a learning opportunity and it may be the lesson that you need to get the win you really want. Get after your day, competitor. I'm cheering for you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To get in touch with the team, drop us an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. And to find out more about our resources, content, and gear that will help you build that winning mindset so you better compete for your best life, visit competeeveryday.com.